If you follow college football or any kind of football, you know that at the end of quarter number three, a lot of times players and fans alike hold up uh, their four fingers in the air. Four for the fourth quarter. And today on The Y'all Show, we enter quarter number four of the year 2019. Hello and happy October. This is the show that's all about the South. We've got fours up in the air, and we're just happy that you could tune in here for another quarter and the final quarter of this year of the Southern show that we do call Y'all. Our web address is y'all.com. Our Facebook page is y'all.com on Facebook. And I'm John Rawl, and I am so glad that you have the opportunity to sit back and enjoy this show about Dixie. Coming up, we've got headlines from across the Southeast. We also have a political report coming up at the end of this hour that you don't want to miss out on. Some news about impeachment and more. And then we get to the second hour today. We're going to have Sportsland. Yeah, we got the latest from the NFL ranks, some college football news. And today begins the wild card play for Major League Baseball. And we'll let you know about all that fun coming up in Sports Lanyap. And then a guy that knows how to have fun, our barrister of barbecue and our barrister of Big 12 football, Matt Hermans, is dropping by with his very scintillating and delicious report about Big 12 football and also how to grill in fact we're going to discuss the red hot baylor bears as baylor now 4-0 they're not ranked but they're knocking on the door in waco texas and we'll get matt's take on that plus the oklahoma sooners are not only ranked they may have the next heisman trophy winner in norman oklahoma and that is where you would probably say you'd find heisman trophy winners as the last two heisman winners have come from oklahoma in both Baker Mayfield and and his predecessor there a few years ago, who's well, it was Baker Mayfield, and then it was the current quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray, and is Jalen Hurts going to be the third part of the Heisman equation for the Sooners? We'll let you know about that. Plus, hey, as it is October, we're going to talk to Matt Hermans about something that is very near and dear to me, and kind of sort of near and dear to him as I'm from German origin, and he is from Netherlands origin. And it's Oktoberfest going on in the old countries, but also in the South and across the nation. We, and in some places, have a lot of Oktoberfest events going on. So we'll have a little fun talking about that with our barrister later this hour. How you can have your own Oktoberfest, maybe in your own backyard. A little brat, a little beer, and maybe a little baseball, maybe a little football on the tube, getting you in the kind of in the mood for the old country here in the month of october all that on today's y'all show we've got a couple of streaming apps if you want to go find us we're on the apple podcast app which is a little purple icon if you've got a smartphone and we're also on the iHeartRadio app and the TuneIn radio apps all free of charge simply search for y'all show and we're right there awaiting your free download and you also can find us via telephone our number 803-816-1170 you can text that number you can call that number 803-816-1170 we'd love to get your feedback here on the y'all show we begin our headlines here across the southeast with some news that came out about cvs stopping the sale of heartburn drugs that have a suspected contaminant and so cvs has pulled zantac from the counters the 150 dose of zantac the maximum strength there 
as CVS has stopped the sale of heartburn drugs with a suspected contaminant inside of it, as that includes Zantac and CVS's generic store brand. After warnings by U.S. U.S. health regulators, it's the latest precautionary move by retailers and manufacturers after the U.S. Food and Drug Administration recently warned consumers about a potentially dangerous contaminant in prescription and over-the-counter versions of Zantac. In its announcement over the weekend, CVS said customers who bought Zantac products can return them for a refund. The retailer will continue to sell other heartburn medications. Back in the, the September, which was just yesterday, but earlier in December, the FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA, and that was found in Zantac and related generic drugs to treat ulcers and reflux disease. The same chemical has been linked to dozens of recalls of prescription blood pressure drugs in the past year. What's the reaction, in case you're wondering? CBS said Saturday that it had pulled Zantac and its generic store brand, saying the move is being taken out of abundance of caution. And Rite Aid said it's removing Zantac and related drugs sold under its name from its shelf. Walgreens earlier said it's removing Zantac products from shelves while the FDA continues its investigation. Last week, two generic makers voluntarily recalled their products, Abitex and Sandoz, the generic unit of giant Novartis AG. Both companies said they haven't received any reports of patient harm. Some other manufacturers have stopped shipping their product to pharmacies, but more to come on this. What's the best advice for patients who need this kind of medicine? The FDA isn't advising patients to stop taking Zantac. The agency said not all rantididine medicines sold in the U.S. are being recalled. Concerned patients should contact their doctors. And if you have or need some alternatives, Several drugs that also treat heartburn and other stomach conditions include Pepsid, Nexium, Prilosec, Prevacid, and Protonix, all being under the, I guess, approval at this point after these heartburn drugs, of which many of you, including yours truly, have to take. Have to be careful out there. Want to find out what's going on from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. But since this affects a lot of us, we wanted to share that information and Maybe you should uh, go to your local pharmacy and find out what the latest is. We've got great news, Southerners. There are four less Yankees down here, thanks to officials in North Carolina, as they've been able to capture four inmates who were on the lam from Ohio. These inmates escaped the county jail in Ohio. They were caught on Monday in the Cary, North Carolina area. The three men escaped from the Gallia County Jail early on Sunday and ended up being captured without incident early in the morning on Monday in Cary, North Carolina. The sheriff of that county in Ohio announced Monday that that the fourth was taken into custody in Durham, North Carolina, and they all got away at the time a couple of days ago in Ohio being held on an extradition back to Ohio. Cary police said the North Carolina Highway Patrol had alerted the department that the men were in the area, which is about almost 400 miles away from that town, Galopolis, in Ohio, the city where the jail is located, and they were able to find these four, the foursome Yankee getaways, the castaways, whatever you want to call it, getting away to the south, and we got them, and they're being shipped back north. I don't know what all the charges were for these guys, but they ended up overpowering two female corrections officers and escaped from that Ohio jail on Sunday, but ended up being caught hours later all the way in north carolina great news everybody in ohio and north carolina and everywhere in between can rest a little easier now another escapee story this comes to us from eastern arkansas as a convicted murderer who escaped from prison back in 2009 
while wearing a guard uniform is now missing and may have escaped again, according to officials in the natural state. The Arkansas Department of Corrections said 49-year-old Calvin Adams was confirmed missing after a search of the 1,650-inmate East Arkansas Regional Unit, which is in Brickies, located about 110 miles east of Little Rock, not all that far from Memphis, and the inmate Adams serving life without patrol. A spokesperson with the prison confirmed that the uh, that Adams also escaped back in 2009, but didn't yet have details on the most recent escape. But we hope he is found. Again, this is in Brickies, Arkansas, as this inmate, a very violent person now, it looks like, out for the second time in the natural state. Augusta, Georgia-born opera singer Jesse Norman has died at the age of 74. A representative from her family released a statement said that the four-time Grammy Award winner and recipient of the National Medal of Arts died with her family nearby. She died in New York on Monday from septic shock and multi-organ failure secondary to complications of a spinal cord injury she sustained back in 2015. She was born in Augusta, then raised in a musical family. Her mother and grandmother were pianists, her father a singer, and she grew up singing in the church, awarded a scholarship to Howard University in Washington, D.C., and then she graduated in 1967, went on to the Peabody Conservatory in Baltimore, and ended up working in theater and on stage around the world. She performed the work of many composers throughout her career, including Schubert, Wagner, Brahms, Sadie, and others, and by the 1980s, recognized as one of the leading sopranos in the world. More information to come. Again, the death of Grammy-winning opera singer Jesse Norman, who's died at the age of 74. Now to Oxford, Mississippi, where some happenings of two stories that have kind of been in the news over the last few months both happened as proceedings went down on the Oxford Square on Monday afternoon. The first story involves the killing of Ole Miss student Allie Castile, who was from the St. Louis area. She was murdered over the summer. The 22-year-old University of Mississippi student found dead. And Brandon Thesfield, a student at the University of Mississippi, has been charged with her murder. He appeared in court on Monday in Oxford, and he appeared for arraignment, and he pleaded not guilty to the murder of Castile. More to come on that story, but a little bit of a surprise there after he entered the not guilty plea there in Oxford. Now, in that same courthouse, same afternoon in Oxford, Mississippi on Monday, another story that was in the news across the South, Matthew Kenny, a former Oxford police officer who's accused of murder, he also pleads not guilty in the case that he has. He's accused of shooting and killing 32-year-old Dominique Clayton, who was found with a gunshot wound in the back of her head while she was asleep in her bed. And he was fired from the police force immediately after the shooting and was indicted for murder last month. It's alleged that he and Dominique Clayton were lovers and he killed her there in Oxford, Mississippi. But more to come on both of these stories. But both of these fellows there on Monday, they are saying they're not guilty and court cases proceeding in their behalf now a tennessee teen this is a sad story coming to us from the volunteer state a teenager has killed himself after classmates outed him as bisexual on social media this week and 16 year old channing smith who was a student at coffee county high school in manchester which is in middle tennessee as the same day he was outed by two other teens they revealed his personal messages on instagram and snapchat he ended up killing himself 
after he was outed on social media as bisexual. His brother told Nashville television station WZTV that he had no idea why his brother would kill himself and started reaching out to his friends who said the teen was bisexual and that his messages had been leaked. But a horrible story coming from there in Manchester in Middle Tennessee, the death of this 16-year-old student now because of social media and being bullied there. He ends up taking his own life. Sad story there. Now, an update on a Virginia sixth grader, which this made the news a couple of days back. A sixth grader who happens to be black claimed that white classmates cut off the dreadlocks on their hair, their head. And this 12-year-old who attends Emmanuel Christian School in Springfield, Virginia, that's a private school where her, actually our second lady, Karen Pence, teaches art at that school. And this black girl claimed that white male classmates held her down and cut off her dreadlocks. And now it turns out that it appears she made up the entire story. And they said she said to the local TV station there in the Washington, D.C. area, that her hair was nappy and I was ugly. They put their hands over my mouth. They put hands behind my back and they started cutting my hair and saying it was ugly. Now, the girl's grandmother said she was doing Amari's hair one day when she realized portions of her dreadlock were missing, which is when the girl told the story. And now it turns out this 12-year-old is making up this story. And this did not happen there in Virginia. But again, the media rush to judgment on this one. And it looks like this whole story was made up there in Virginia. How about a touching story here? Sad, but touching story. Thomas Roberts was an atheist most of his life and only had a few days to live when he decided he wanted to be baptized by immersion. And this happened at UAB Hospital in Birmingham. The wheelchair bound and dying of lung cancer. Thomas Roberts, unable to breathe without oxygen tubes, ended up going into a pool and baptized just days before his death. And it was a major effort by the hospital. They had to have moving pieces and different teams to pull the baptism off. And he got the idea cleared by the physician, Dr. Ashley Nichols, making sure that Roberts could be off oxygen long enough to go underwater. And that's when his family gathered at the swimming pool at Spain Rehabilitation Center in Birmingham, lowered into the pool with a chairlift. And there he was baptized. He died just a few days later on September 9th. This story now coming out and a touching story there. This lung cancer patient at UAB Hospital, Thomas Roberts, baptized before he went on to meet his maker. We've got more headlines from across the Southeast you don't want to miss out on. That is coming up next. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. 
and I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Hey, y'all, Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know, because my grandfather was a firefighter. And one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires. Which means always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So, for the love of the outdoors, go to smokybear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. gonna know it all You'll think you're ten feet tall Run like you're bulletproof And total a car or two Boy You're gonna hate this town Wish you could burn it down That fire in your eyes Is twenty counties wide But boy You're gonna love seventeen And boy You'll do some stupid things You gonna drive and kiss and throw a punch And grow up way too fast You gonna drop the ball, hit the wall And break some hearts like glass I know you will Cause you're a part of me And a part of you Who will always be a boy Back into the show all about the South, and it is the first day of a new month and the first day of a new quarter, and that means that a couple of our states, if not your state, may have some new laws on the books, so you better be paying attention to what's going on in your southern state. For example, in Florida, there's a new hands-free law that's now in effect. The second part of the Sunshine State's new texting and driving law kicks in, making school zones and active construction zones a hands-free area. 
don't even think about it. It's similar to the initial texting ban. There will be a buffer period as police issue warnings, not tickets to offenders as you travel through not only school zones, but construction zones in the state of Florida. Since the state's new texting while driving law went into effect on July 1st, 542 tickets have been written to Florida residents. More than 400 warnings have also been issued. And we'll see what that does to curtail accidents and deaths. And it's a dangerous thing out there anyway to be on the drive on driving around your state. But in Florida, they're trying to, to step up the effort to have hands free and penalties for the hands free portion of the law begin on January 1st, include a $60 fine and three points added to your license. That's a stiffer penalty compared to the $30 fine for texting while driving and no points. That's what's going on in Florida. Better watch what you do when you get that phone out in the Sunshine State. Now to Maryland and some new laws on the books there in Maryland as they've got not only just uh, those these simple laws, they got hundreds of laws that are going into effect today spanning subjects from criminal justice reform to election law to the state's Medical Cannabis Commission. And just to give you an idea of some of the bills, House Bill 116 requires jails to screen all inmates for opioid use disorder, while Senate Bill 909 requires health care practitioners to obtain consent before performing certain bodily exams on patients who are unconscious or under anesthesia. That seems like a perfectly natural thing. Now, on some tobacco-related things, tobacco age for HB 1169, in Maryland, the minimum age for purchasing or being sold tobacco products, which includes cigarettes, cigars, electronic smoking devices, or vapes, and any related paraphernalia, will be raised from 18 to 21 years old. No more getting your pack of Marlboro Lights when you're 18 in Maryland. you got to be 21. That exempts uh, Those exempted include active duty military members 18 or older with a military ID. Retailers must display signs announcing the law and are subject to inspection and civil fines if the prohibitions are violated. So a lot of changes in Maryland and in Florida, thanks to it being now October 1st. All right. Since we're getting closer and closer to the end of the year, we're also getting closer and closer to the Yuletide. And tis the season, y'all. No, not that kind of season. It is, according to the reports out of Lexington, Kentucky, tis the season, tis, tis the season at Fayette Mall there in Lexington, Kentucky, for the stealing season (laughs) as we are catching there in lexington kentucky lots of bandits who are stealing the stealing season as the lexington kentucky division of police will once again ramp up efforts in an attempt to slow down what's becoming a big problem holiday shopping season shoplifting and the detective there with the lexington police mark thomas says as you know around the holidays you'll see more officer presence at high retail places like hamburg fayette mall and other places around lexington kentucky and thomas leads the lexington kentucky department of crime stoppers in late august now this is august what is that four months before christmas in late august two people entered dillard's at fayette mall and proceeded to steal roughly $2,700 in merchandise from the men's clothing section, which is a bit of a change from the norm. A lot of times, according to Thomas, it's females who shoplift more, or at least we catch them on camera. And again, shopping and stealing early in Lexington, Kentucky, and I bet you they're probably doing it all over the southeast, so don't think that you're uh, getting away with it across the south. If you're a burglar, going to catch you in the stealing season, which is 
up and going now i don't have a calendar i don't have a clock in front of me but i'm sure somewhere someone's got a clock countdown to december 25th and maybe that's when the stealing season will actually end but until that time yeah got to be careful got to look out for those with sticky fingers across the southeast an unfortunate story coming from waycross georgia a family-owned newspaper in south georgia has gone out of business after being in publication for more than a century as the publisher of the waycross journal herald roger williams said the newspaper printing its final edition this week he said sagging revenues left himself his two siblings and other stockholders at risk of exhausting their personal finances if they kept the pepper paper going he told the brunswick news which is nearby in brunswick georgia that he hates it but he didn't have any recourse he said the told the newspaper staff of the decision last week he said his family had tried unsuccessfully to sell the journal herald but now this waycross georgia newspaper has gone to the big newspaper in the sky as the family had had it since his grandfather jack williams senior bought it in 1916 and Roger Williams had served as publisher for 27 years. His brother Jack is the paper's longtime editor. But again, in Waycross, Georgia, which is actually the, I think, the hometown of one Burt Reynolds, the Waycross Journal Herald has closed after a century of printing to South Georgia. Now, another business-related story to tell you about here, and I don't know if this was because it was stealing season going on within the walls of Forever 21, but the fashion chain is closing 178 stores across the country. Forever 21, you might find it in malls all over the South. The chain filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection this week. The privately held company based out of Los Angeles is going to close these nearly 200 stores. No list of planned closures released by the company they have stores all over the South. Just for example, in South Louisiana alone, they got seven stores and they're in the mall of Louisiana and Baton Rouge. And also you'll find it at the outlet collection at Riverwalk in New Orleans. The, the list kind of being finalized, but the private held company operates about 800 of these stores across the globe with 500 in the United States said it would focus on maximizing the value of its U.S. stores and shutter certain international locations. Forever 21 plans to close most of its locations in Asia and Europe, but intends to keep operating in Mexico and Latin America. But a lot of these Forever 21 stores, which was founded in 1984, going to kind of go away in a lot of these malls as if malls weren't already hurting. And that's where these Forever 21 locations were usually located closing down not entirely but a lot across the southeast in case you had your shopping plans to go there this weekend and finally east carolina university as we wrap up our headlines across southeast you know people go to college to have fun the kiddies go to college to have fun but what about the head of a college are they supposed to have fun in college well at ecu they've got an interim chancellor and this chancellor that is an interim, I can't stress that enough, is now on administrative leave after photos were published of him at a bar with students. <laughs> not, not good for this interim chancellor of the university. Dan Gerlach is the chancellor we're talking about, placed on leave, quote, in light of reports from this past weekend. Gerlach said in a statement on Sunday that he went to a local pub in Greenville, North Carolina, with two adult male acquaintances back on September 25th. The statement says videos and photos shared on social media show him, quote, interacting with college-aged young adults 
and taking selfies. The agenda for a special phone meeting of the UNC Board of Governors on Tuesday it includes a closed meeting to discuss an executive personnel matter, and it's not clear if that discussion concerns Gerlach, who just got appointed to this interim position at ECU back in April. And I have not seen the photos. I've not seen this video. But if he's out just having a good time in public and not breaking any laws, I don't see what the big problem is. But maybe there's more to the story coming from East Carolina University, where the, again, interim chancellor out on the town with students and selfies and things like that. Uh, probably not the best best kind of publicity for the pirates right now. Well, that will wrap up our headlines here on the Y'all Show, but that will not wrap up the fun here in this first hour of today's Y'all Show. Keep it here. When we come back, we've got the Southern Political Report, news from Washington, D.C., news from the state of Georgia on the Senate side there. We've got maybe someone running a female for a Republican office there for U.S. Senate. And we've got other fun stuff on the world of politics to share with you. And that's coming up after the break. This is the Y'all Show. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear, filling in for Smokey on his birthday. Because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Just look at the news. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. And I'm not just talking about obvious things like campfires or letting your totally sweet nephew, Francis, play with matches. I'm talking about dumping your used barbecue coals willy-nilly or parking your car on tall, dry grass. That can lead to... Poof! Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. But listen, being a South Carolinian, I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous, deciduous, or new car scented. So if you love the outdoors like me, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention, because fire safety is always in season. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. We first opened about 10 years ago. We were, we were small, just a few of us. But it was exciting. I always dreamt of having my own business. It was kind of slow at first, but things started picking up. We had big plans. But in our wildest dreams, we never, never thought we'd have this much work. Yeah, with so many businesses caught off guard by the storm, Reed Waste Management has never been busier. What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency. 
and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Baby, no, you don't want me. Why don't you tell me so? Baby, no, you don't want me. Why don't you tell me so? You won't be bothered. To impeach or not to impeach, for that is the question. This is the Y'all Show, and this is our Southern Political Report. And of course, as he has for now, what's been uh, four years, four, three years in office, four years campaigning, Donald Trump just sucking up all the publicity, good, bad, and different. And right now, getting the kind of publicity that he doesn't like and the other side loves, and that's impeachment. And we have from 538.com some information coming in about President Trump and this whole movement toward impeachment. The drums are beginning to beat a little bit louder. And we have some early polling that shows an uptick in support for impeachment of the 45th president of the United States. Now, polling that's going on in April, July, and now September from pollsters that released poll after poll about news of Trump's call for the Ukrainian president. And that news came out on September 20th. But we now know, according to these polls from the Huffington Post, from Quinnipiac, also from SurveyMonkey, we've got results here we'll share with you. These are polls released before September 27th, but also just kind of giving you an idea of where we were back in April, where we were in July, and now leading into what happened here over the last couple of days. So, according to the Huffington Post, support for impeachment for President Trump back in April was 37%. That's now climbed to 47% as of September 20th when this story came out about him having that telephone call with Ukrainian president, whatever his name is. Okay, that's the Huffington Post, which is a very liberal-leaning organization, but that is a 10% uptick in support for the impeachment of the president. In that one outlet. Okay. Then you have the Morning Consult Politico poll. 34% for impeachment back in April, 37 in July. That's moved up now to 43%. A 9% uptick in, what's that, five months from the Politico poll. Quinnipiac, which is pretty regarded and very historic poll, 29% for the president this is in the post Mueller report days of april 29 percent for impeachment there and now that has gone up to 37 eight eight plus move there on the quinnipiac survey then you have the scott rasmussen.com that was a 42 percent for impeachment back on april 18th in the post Mueller report 
update. And then that's gone only up two points. So that they were all for impeachment in April. They're still for impeachment. Then the Reuters polling 42 back in April. That's now 44, only a 2% uptick there. And, and the other one that I wanted to tell you about was the Ipsos poll. It was 40% in April, but actually it's gone down to 39% after this Ukrainian telephone call. So that is pretty wild. And SurveyMonkey has, they don't have the track record of doing polling back in April or July, but the latest poll from them, and that's also done in collaboration with Business Insider, has 45% support for impeachment of President Trump and polling so there you have it many of these have pretty significant moves for impeachment and that's going to likely keep going we found out monday that some kind of mm, sketchy conversation perhaps was held between the president and australia's prime minister tying back into the whole russian collusion story it is a little little strange and frustrating that President Trump now has to worry about Ukraine and what happened there when for two years it's been all about what he did with Russia. And it was almost like President Trump was in bed with Russia. And that's what led to all the problems with Mueller. And now, because of Ukraine, which is a definitely an opponent of Russia, a country that's essentially been invaded, Russia's taking over of Crimea and Sevastopol, the seaport there, and that's just been something that was brought about that Trump was in bed with Vladimir Putin, and now it looks like it's Ukraine that could be the death nail, perhaps. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Yeah, we don't want the president, no matter who it is, to get thrown out of office unless there's just uh, definite proof of that. If they've got that definite proof, of course, but... Without that, if it's just speculation or he goes up to the edge but doesn't cross over the line, you don't want to throw out a president. And remember, we've never had a president that's been thrown out of office. Andrew Johnson came about as close as you could possibly get in the days after the Civil War. And Bill Clinton impeached but not officially kicked out of office. And Trump probably not going to get kicked out of office. I can't imagine the Senate voting him with a two-thirds majority to be ousted. But, hey, that's why we have the process we have and the laws we have, and we'll just have to see what happens here with evidence and more and more talk. Is this going to end up helping Trump? A lot of speculation that this is going to blow up in the Democrats' face. Who knows? Nobody really knows. And that's why here on the Y'all Show, I'm going to share with you here on Tuesdays some of this information, but we don't just bring it up over and over and over again with all kinds of speculation you've got other things in life to be worried about you can't do anything about this i don't think anybody really can president trump can try to dodge it he can try to stop it but uh this train is against him and this train's gonna keep on going toward impeachment whether he likes it or not and he just gotta hope that this doesn't happen before the election of next year I think the Democrats know what they're doing. It's a win-win for the Democrats. One, if they're successful in impeaching him, great. They get him out of office. Two, if they never really pull it off, it's going to be so depressing for Republicans, not just President Trump. It's going to be so depressing for any Republican in Congress to be running with this cloud hanging over. It's going to cost them. Just like I don't think there's any doubt that in the 2018 midterm election, If not for all this Mueller report stuff going on, I don't think the Democrats would have been able to take back the Congress. I I think the 
borderline areas, the the suburban areas where you have, I guess, housewives, for lack of a better term, the women, the white working women, the white stay-at-home moms who overwhelmingly voted Democrat in 2018 in these suburban areas of some of our key cities across the country, in the South as well. And I think a large part of that was they were influenced by the Mueller report, that the president was definitely guilty, and it was just a matter of time, so we might as well go ahead and get a Democrat in there. But also, you got to blame Republicans. I don't know if Republicans put up the best candidates, if they ran the best campaigns in these suburban areas. Other areas where it's solid red or solid blue really are irrelevant. We're talking about in these battleground areas, mostly in these suburban areas, let's say around a Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which you had multiple congressional districts go blue that were red, that had voted for President Trump and went for President Trump in 2016 and flipped in 2018. So that's why we cover it here on the Y'all Political Report come Tuesdays and more to come, but not a lot. Now, speaking of the influence of President Trump and what's going on in the Southeast, we've got a couple of congressional races going on in the south of note more and more there was a congressman this week from texas announced that he's going to be retiring a republican but democrats in the south that are in governor's races they have to answer this question about impeachment we know there's a race going on in kentucky as matt bevan is up against andy bashar who is the democratic candidate there andy bashir going up against matt bevan and also you've got jim hood in mississippi who's going up against the current lieutenant governor of mississippi tate reeves and so these guys running for governor that are from the south that are democrats are very very cautious in what they say in these heavy heavy red states for example jim hood in mississippi has taken the approach using the moment to contrast the partisan discord in washington with his efforts to work with republicans and he said this week in a call with the associated press that he's focused on his race for governor and on the local issues affecting Mississippi, such as education, roads and bridges, and health care. All of the craziness and gridlock in Washington has created a positive response here in Mississippi, where moderates in both parties are coming together to move our state forward. I don't know if Bashir in Kentucky can say exactly the same thing, but it, it is interesting here with these Democratic guys running for governor right now. They're going to have elections at least in November how much impeachment affects those particular races. Now, a new poll out from the Associated Press says that most people disapprove of Trump when it comes to race relations. Large majorities of black and Latino Americans think Trump's actions as president have made things worse for people like them. And about two-thirds of Americans overall disapprove of how the president's handled race relations. This, according to this new poll conducted by the Associated Press and NORC Center for Public Affairs Research, Half of all Americans, according to this polling, think Trump's actions have been bad for blacks, Muslims, and women. Slightly more than half say they've been bad for Hispanics. His approval rating in this 33% on handling race relations, making that one of the worst issues in recent APNORC polls. Not totally surprising, but again, according to this, most disapprove of Trump when it comes to race relations now to some state political happenings in georgia a republican there is seeking the u.s senate seat that's going to be vacated by johnny isaacson and we now know that house speaker pro temper jan jones says she submitted an application to governor brian kemp seeking appointment to isaacson's seat the 74 year old isaacson he recently announced that he's going to retire in december due to health issues 
and she's the highest ranking Republican woman in the Georgia legislature. And now she's trying to get the seat that's going to be vacated when Isaacson steps away in December due to health reasons and Kemp appoints, he gets a chance to appoint who gets to be senator for about 10 months before they have to defend their seat in November of 2020 in a special election for the remaining two years of Isaacson's term. The seat will be up for grabs in its entirety in 2022. Now, Georgia's Senator David Perdue also on the ballot in 2020 as he seeks a second term. The two Senate contests have cemented Georgia's standing as a crucial 2020 battleground state. And we'll find out if indeed he goes with this woman there, the Speaker of the Georgia House, Jan Jones there, the Senate Speaker, the House Speaker pro temporary Jan Jones there as she's trying to become the next senator for the U.S. state of Georgia in Congress. Now, this woman you might have seen on Fox News, she kind of disappeared over the last few years. I don't know why, but Stacey Dash, the actress turned Fox News and conservative pundit, she's been arrested and is now facing a domestic battery charge in Newport Ritchie, Florida. A report comes out, says that Dash got into a verbal argument with a man at a Newport Ritchie apartment. Deputies say she pushed the man and slapped his face. Investigators noted that the man sustained red scratch marks on his left arms. No alcohol or drugs were involved, according to the report Dash released on bail Monday. Jail records didn't list an attorney. And again, Stacy Dash, the 52-year-old actress turned pundit, known for her 1990s film Clueless, now facing a domestic battery charge in the state of Florida. Wish her well with that. Again, I don't know what happened to her. She has been was on the news a lot from 2014 to 2017 as a Fox News commentator, made headlines with some of her comments, but kind of has been off the air. I wonder if the whole Roger Ailes death may have had something to do with her getting away from Fox News. Not really sure. She portrayed Dion Davenport in the movie Clueless, and she has film and TV credits going back into the 1980s. But now she's got that mugshot coming from Florida Stacy Dash arrested for domestic battery. And that is a look at the political happenings of Dixie here on this Tuesday, October 1st of the Y'all Show. When we come back in the second hour, hey, you don't want to miss the fun. we got Sports Lanyap coming your way, a mixture of football talk, both NFL and college football. We'll let you know what's going on in Major League Baseball. Today we have wild card action And the Braves and Dodgers await some of these wild card results. We'll have all that, plus later in the second hour, we'll keep the college football fun going with our friend Matt Hermans, as he is not only the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, he is our barrister of Big 12 football. He's going to come on and talk about some superlatives. The Baylor Bears are undefeated. They had a big win in Waco this past weekend against the Iowa State Cyclones. And old Matt's going to talk about that. He's going to talk about Jalen Hurts going crazy against the Texas Tech Red Raiders as OU improves and moves up in the polls. We'll let you know about all that. And then it is October. And in the spirit of Germany, in the spirit of Bavaria, we have Oktoberfest going on across some of our southern states. And Matt's going to tell you how you can have your own Oktoberfest and get your bratwurst out and have a good old Bierstein and have a great time. All that is coming up in the second hour of today's Y'all Talk With a Southern Accent. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. 
I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Locked and loaded for another hour of the show all about the South. Welcome into y'all. I'm John Rawl. We've got Matt Herman standing by in the next segment with a take on all things Big 12 football. Plus, we'll get the guy that's known as Matt Herman to also put on his barrister hat and talk in addition to barrister of Big 12 football duties here today. We'll have him report on the barrister of barbecue. And we've got something perfect now that we've turned the calendar to the month of October. Oh, all I can say to give you a little hint of what we're going to be talking about is Guten Tag. <laughs> Jawohl. We'll be talking about that with Matt Herman's coming up in just a little bit, y'all. But right now, we start off this hour of y'all talk with a southern accent discussing all things sports lanyap, a mixture of all kind of sports goodness here to get this hour going. And we start off in the NFL and a couple of players with southern connections that are in the news for injury-related reasons. The quarterback of the Chicago Bears, former North Carolina quarterback Mitchell Trubisky, an MRI on his shoulder revealed that he has a dislocated left shoulder with a slight labrum tear 
It does not need surgery, according to sources going to ESPN's Adam Schefter. A source said that the quarterback should be back sooner than later. He'll travel with the team to London for the Chicago Bears game against the Oakland Raiders, but is not likely to play this weekend. The head coach of the Bears did not provide an update on the injury on Monday, insisting the team will know more throughout the day as it progressed. So it's his left shoulder, in case you're wondering, and we wish Mitchell Trubisky the best as the Bears, boy, they need him in that role as QB, and we'll find out how well they do on the road trip all the way to jolly old London this weekend. But right now, he's going to be out. But good news for Bears fans, good news for Heels fans, it's nothing requiring surgery. So that's great news. The news not so good for another player with ties to the South as former NC State Wolfpack star Bradley Chubb, linebacker for the Denver Broncos. Now he's out for the rest of the season with a torn ACL as this pass rusher had this tear during the game that the Broncos had against the Jacksonville Jaguars, a 26-24 loss on Sunday to the Jags. And Chubb had to leave the game twice, first for a calf injury, then he came back in and got this knee injury and then he's now going to be out. The coach of the Broncos said that he had some calf issues and that he thinks that that other injury in his leg issue that he was able to come back from. Chubb spoke at his locker after the game and made no reference to his knee. The second-year linebacker has 20 tackles, one sack, and one forced fumble this season for the Broncos. Can you believe that the Denver Broncos are 0-4 right now in NFL action? And unfortunately, one of their key playmakers, key playmakers on the defense, pass rusher Bradley Chubb, now out for the rest of the season with a torn ACL. To give you an update on what's going on in the NFL, briefly looking at standings, the team that is undefeated and leading the way on one side of the bracket of the AFC, the New England Patriots, they got the great road win in Buffalo this past weekend. The Bills are three and one, and then you got a pair of teams who have not won a single game thus far: the Jets and the Miami Dolphins. Then in the AFC North, you got the Cleveland Browns and the Ravens tied atop that along with a couple other teams there in the AFC North. Then you've got the AFC South, which is very, very competitive. Every team in the AFC South, two and two. That's the Texans, the Colts, the Jags, and the Tennessee Titans, which went to Atlanta this past weekend and got a big win at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That's your AFC South. Then your AFC West, the Kansas City Chiefs continue to be one of the best teams in the NFL, and they're right now sitting pretty at 4-0. and The Raiders got a big win over the weekend in Indianapolis. They're 2-2. Two and two. The Chargers also 2-2. Two and two. And the Broncos, as we mentioned, still have not found a victory thus far. The NFC East is going to get more exciting now that the Giants have kind of come back to life. The Cowboys continue to lead that division with a 3-1 and one mark. They fell to New Orleans this past weekend. The Eagles and Giants are 2-2 two, uh, two and two apiece. And then the lowly Washington Redskins are the only team alongside the Cardinals to have not won a game. At least the Cardinals tied a game in their defense. But the Redskins 0-4 right now. In the NFC North, the Packers and Bears are tied 3-1. and Again, the Bears packing their bags going all the way to London for the game against the Raiders this week. Detroit is 2-1-1. They had that tie in Week 1 against the Cardinals. Minnesota, the Vikes are 2-2. Two and two. NFC South, the Saints got that big win over Dallas at Mercedes-Benz Superdome this past weekend and the Saints 3-1. and one. And now the Buccaneers and Panthers are both 2-2. Two and two. Maybe the best story of the weekend was Tampa Bay going all the way to L.A. and throttling the Rams, the defending NFC champs. Tampa Bay 2-2, two and two. Panthers 2-2, two and two. got a big win at Houston. 
The Falcons, for some unexplained reason, are one and three right now. NFC West, the Niners are undefeated. They're three and zero. Seahawks are three and one. Rams three and one, and the Cardinals zero and three. Weird to see LA behind the 49ers, and that's what you find right now with the 49ers enjoying an open week here early in the season. And that's your NFL standings. Now that we've got through four weeks, we're twenty five percent done with the NFL schedule. And that's what you have going on there. Now to the college football ranks. We've got some good and we got some bad. And where else to go for bad news than to Knoxville, Tennessee? And an update from Coach Jeremy Pruitt. He says he's not saying which of his quarterbacks will get the start Saturday when the UT Vols host the number three Georgia Bulldogs. Pruitt said last week, which was an open week for UT, that he was going to give equal reps to each of his three scholarship quarterbacks. And he's offered no update on the quarterback situation. He, he didn't offer that when given an opportunity on Monday. Jarrett Garantano has started each of UT's first four games, but the fourth-year junior was benched at the start of the second half in the Swamp in the game against Florida where the Gators won 34-3 back on September 14th. Pruitt has said throughout the preseason that Garantano was clearly the best quarterback on the Vols roster, and he continued to make those comments through the first few weeks of this season, a season which UT has only won one game against the Chattanooga Mocs and has lost three other games. And we'll find out if Garantano is going to get the start. Also, you have a chance to maybe see a true freshman like Brian Maurer come in and get some quarterback play and also other players on the roster. Again, he's got three scholarship quarterbacks, and there are two scholarship quarterbacks for Tennessee as well as redshirt freshman J.T. Shrout, all on the Knoxville roster for Jeremy Pruitt, who's really fighting a tough battle against a lot of forces right now. Of course, he's got a tough schedule. He's got a very good Georgia Bulldog team heading in that's 4-0, got a lot of momentum. He's got his fan base that are ready for Tennessee. Make Tennessee football great again. And we're not sure if it's going to be this year. We're not sure if it's going to be next year. It may never happen, Tennessee fans. And that's what Jeremy Pruitt is trying to find out himself. And if he's not the man to do it, they're going to find somebody really quick to come back into Knoxville. And I say that kind of a, uh, is that a hint? Is the Lane train going to come back to Knoxville? That would be Lane Kiffin. You know, he's still out there coaching. Are Tennessee fans willing to forgive and let him come back and be the coach of this team? But remember, when Lane Kiffin was there the one year, it might have been the best year Tennessee fans have enjoyed in a long time. And it wasn't even that great, but it was still better than what you got now. Just saying. Florida Atlantic, you might be getting some phone calls from the Tennessee Athletic Department if Jeremy Pruitt doesn't get things fixed real quickly. Hey, here is a great story. SMU, congratulations to the Ponies. They're in the Associated Press Top 25 at number 24 this week. First time the Dallas-based school has entered the AP Top 25 since they went on the death penalty back in 1987 and were forced to shut down the program for two seasons after getting that death penalty. And now SMU, the Mustangs, at 24, they're 5-0, and got a big win at USF last weekend, 48-21 to over Charlie Strong's Bulls, and it's the best start for SMU since 1983. And oh, by the way, SMU has already got road wins at Arkansas State and that big win at TCU, which was ranked number 25 at the time that the Ponies rode over to Fort Worth and got the big win. 
Great job for Sonny Dykes, who, of course, coached at Louisiana Tech, did a good job there. Then he got hired at Cal. I thought he did okay at Cal, but he ended up getting fired, I think, there in Berkeley. And now under the second-year coach, who is a native of Texas, coming back into his home state, a a place where he was a college player, I think, at Texas Tech. I know he went to school there. And the Mustangs are doing great. The Pony Express days of Eric Dickerson and Craig James may be back to life in Dallas with SMU ranked number 24 in the country. Great job. This weekend, the Tulsa Golden Hurricane come into Gerald J. Ford Stadium in Dallas for a game against number 24 SMU. This set for 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 on ESPNU. Baseball, it's wild card time. And tonight, you've got the Washington Nationals going to be hosting the Milwaukee Brewers. This game set for an 8.08 Eastern time first pitch on TBS. The American League wild card game is Wednesday when the Rays go out to Oakland and face off against the Athletics. And that game set for an 8 Eastern, 7 Central start on ESPN. And then the divisional series kind of come in with the divisional series game one in the National League of the Dodgers hosting that wild card winner. And the Braves and Cardinals get together on Thursday in Atlanta. And that is your look at what's going on with Major League Baseball right now. Hey, did you know it's hockey season? And tomorrow is the beginning of the NHL regular season. And your defending Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues, hosts the Washington Capitals. This game set for 8 Eastern, 7 Central on NBCSN. Other hockey games on the opening night. Ottawa's at Toronto. Vancouver's at Edmonton. And San Jose is at the Vegas golden knights our southern teams don't really get going until thursday when carolina's got montreal coming into raleigh and you've got tampa bay hosting the florida panthers the dallas stars have the boston bruins in and the nashville predators have the minnesota wild coming in for a game at eight eastern seven o'clock broadway time on nbcsn and that is a quick look what's going on with the hockey yeah are you ready for that puck to drop the y'all show will continue we'll get back to some football talk after the break we've got matt Herman's joining us and he's going to talk about big 12 football oh jalen hurts is on a roll we'll discuss that plus we will have him talk about october guten tag y'all that's coming up as we wrap up this the second hour of the tuesday broadcast I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. 
Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Sick'em Bears, great job, Baylor, in week five of college football. A big win over Iowa State. And news coming out of Waco this week that we'll get to in terms of Baylor's head coach. Welcome back. This is the Y'all Show. This is our Big 12 Spotlight. And we'll quickly kind of recap some of the games before we bring on Barrister Matt Hermans, Mr. Barrister of Big 12 Talk Oklahoma. Destroy Texas Tech 55-16 in Week 5 Oklahoma State. They were able to outlast Kansas State 26-13. TCU defeated Kansas 51-14. In that Baylor game that they defeated Iowa State 23-21. Hello, Barrister. Welcome back to the Y'all Show. I'm glad to be back, John. Quite a quite a weekend in uh, in college football. It was a good weekend overall. Man, what a nail-biter in the ACC that could have helped a lot of teams out mm-hmm. if North Carolina would have been able to prevail there with that two-point conversion. But, uh, Barrister, yeah. let's talk a little Big 12, if you don't mind, and... I was I congratulating mind. the Baylor Bears. They're now 4-0, got a win over Iowa State. And as a result of that, the Baylor Bears are going to give the head coach there a little bit more time to coach yeah. along the Brazos. Says Matt Rule, an extension through the 2027 season. 2027, yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a long extension and uh, good for him, I would say. Uh, we've talked a little bit about before. He has done a heck of a job. Uh, taking that Baylor program from uh, about as low as you could possibly get after Art Browse in that whole uh, scenario. Uh, so he's he's really powered through the, the bad times there and uh, is being rewarded for it. Uh, so um, by all accounts, he's a he's a heck of a guy and uh, he's run a run a good clean program. And he's got him at four and zero this year. So uh, it's always nice to see whether you're a Baylor fan or not. It's nice to see somebody uh, kind of work through hardship like that and uh, and be rewarded for it, uh, which he has. So, yeah, heck of a game between the Iowa State Cyclones and Baylor Bears as well. Uh, really, really good. Pretty wild comeback by the by Iowa State in the fourth. They were down twenty to zero and came back, and uh, of course Baylor was able to to hang on and secure the win. But really, uh, heck of a football game, particularly heck of a fourth quarter. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit for those who are not Baylor fans, Matt, that this team under Art Bryles, of course, did wonders, had a Heisman Trophy winner, competed there for championships, and they did a lot of things off the field that got them in a lot of trouble. Did they do anything in recruiting and or on the field that really hurt this program under Bryles? Um, There were – the thing is – let's – 
set this up. Bay, what's happened to Baylor um, when I, when I and people talk about the you know the the situation at Baylor and what went down there and you know people you know it's it's a horrible a horrible deal put it that way what what has happened particularly off the field but what happened to Baylor as far as the NCAA is concerned is <laughs> is not a whole lot um, with with everything that went on uh, and of course we could spend a very long time talking about everything that happened with Baylor, but uh, the off the field stuff that got Art Briles not only fired, but essentially kind of uh, cast out of the college football ranks period become completely damaged property uh, is, is pretty, pretty, some pretty vile stuff uh, that, that happened, but kind of outside the purview of the NCAA. So it's not, when we talk about Baylor coming back from the depth, we're not talking about, uh, the NCAA just hammering them with the death penalty, like SMU or even at Ole Miss. We're not talking about long-term um, recruiting and bowl game restrictions at all. I mean, ha- has there been any? Did Baylor even have a bowl no. ban? No, they did not. So. That's that's kind of the thing. It's more of a it's more of a situation where they had a ton of players leave because the storm appeared to be rolling down on Baylor. I mean, with everything that was going on, it's it's one of those situations that. Uh, According to the NCAA rules, not a whole lot of per se, quote unquote, legal violations there. Uh, but outside of the context, a lot of a lot of really bad institutional things going on. So the NCAA did not come down necessarily hard on Baylor. It's just a situation where uh, the environment was deemed to be so toxic there that people left. Recruiting was abysmal uh, for years uh, after that. Uh, essentially, you know, if you're a young a young person looking to go play football, and and Baylor is constantly in the news for endless uh, allegations of horrible things happening, you don't you don't necessarily want to go there and put yourself in the way of the tsunami that you think is coming, but never did. So, um, you know, that's one of those things that legal violations and social violations can can be just as damaging, and that's what happened at Baylor. So. I don't want to take anything away from Matt Rule at all. And when you look at it and say, well, heck, he, he didn't, he wasn't dealing with a whole lot of NCAA restrictions. Sure, that's true. Uh, but at least, particularly in this state, when it comes to high school coaches, when it comes to kids wanting to play there, when it comes to reputation, he was dealing with, uh, and I think he might have told you that he would have rather had some NCAA violations that went away as opposed to the kind of uh, social outrage that came along with Baylor. So hopefully that that puts a, a pin on it. We're talking with our barrister of barbecue and Big 12 football, Matt Hermans on the Y'all Show. And I wanted to ask you about this. At some points, I had to kind of squeeze this in here. I was going to do it later, but since we're talking about all the mischief that's going on in college sports, a story came out just the other day that has to do with basketball, and I wanted to get your opinion on what's going on with the NCAA charges against the Kansas basketball program in terms of lack of institutional control and more allegations coming out of Bill Self's program. I know we're all about football about right now, but what yeah. what do you take of this historic program from the Big 12 basketball ranks? I've done a little bit of research on the Kansas situation, and um, you know, I, I more will come out, put it that way. But at the moment, it seems it appears to be uh, you know allegations made by an Adidas uh, rep, uh, who's a, of course a big sportswear company um, and shoe shoe manufacturer. Um, basically that he was, uh, you know, he was told to take care of some of these families. Uh, there are a few players 
uh, that have been, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying who they were because they've been all around the internet. It's uh, Philip D'Souza, I think is his name. And then there's another, another kid. Um, can't think of his name, but he never even played for Kansas. He basically showed up and sat the bench and got, got, got his free shoes and got out of there. Yeah, he got his, got his stuff and then went, uh, went pro. Didn't even, Kansas didn't even get the payoff for that. But uh, essentially what it sounds like is that, uh, you know, at least the allegations would say that Bill Self said, hey, listen, this is the way we do it. Uh, this is the way other other programs do it. This is the way we do it. This is the way all these these people do it. You take care of this family here, and uh, and we'll uh, we'll go from there. And he did. Uh, that's about as simple as you can put it. Uh, is what happened. So there apparently are at least again allegedly there's some emails and there's some text messages going back and forth that that people seem to be pretty confident will show that this this did happen. Uh, but that's that's about where it is right now. I think. It's tough to say what will happen, um, you know, not to get into conspiracy territory, but ESPN has a lot invested in blue bloods like Kansas and Duke and North Carolina and, and schools like that. You're talking top 10, top five type basketball programs, and they, they have uh, not money invested per se, but they have a lot of time and promotion and uh, gravitas, I guess you can put it that way, invested in these programs. And so it's always interesting to see if they – if they think they will get more bang for their buck by coming down and, and milking a scandal or by propping them up and kind of letting it, letting it go. Um, and that's just kind of business in my opinion. So I, I will see what happens. I think uh, I would be shocked if Kansas basketball was made some type of example of um, in the history there. And the, you know, you talk about blue blood, it doesn't get any bluer than Kansas really. So I would be shocked if they had any, serious uh serious restrictions put on them but uh pretty pretty interesting and i would imagine um they're probably not the only ones doing stuff like that but that's just a guess well back to football and how about the oklahoma state pokes over the weekend they got the 26 13 win over number 24 kansas state storyline coming out of that is mr hubbard rushing for 296 yards and a touchdown he had more than an 80 yard run for a td in that one and he is now the leader in fbs football in terms of rushing your thoughts on chuba hubbard of osu chuba hubbard um Heck of a player, yeah. I think he was he was pretty close to the top before coming into that game, but uh, that's that's an impressive feat. Kansas State, um, not not a uh, you know not a uh, a pushover defense. At least we didn't think so before the game. So, uh, pretty good player. Got a lot of speed. I think what's interesting about him is that um, his quarterback has opened up a lot of running lanes for him. Uh, Spencer Sanders, of course, being that quarterback, he's he's got some running ability as well. So they can really use use the quarterback uh, there to to open up some lanes for him. But besides that, he's just a heck of a player, just rolled over that Kansas State defense. I, uh, something about Kansas State, we were talking about uh, last week, and I, specifically I was talking about the Kansas State win at Mississippi State being something that, uh, that looked pretty good um, that we might be able to base um, – base an idea of what Kansas State was on going to Starkville and winning. But uh, after the, this last weekend, I'm not sure in retrospect that was necessarily so great of a win uh, for Kansas State. And I think you're Oklahoma basing State. that on what happened at Jordan-Hare Stadium? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So so in other words, hindsight is 2020. It looks like Oklahoma State um, 
kind of showed us what Kansas State maybe really is more than Kansas State going on the road to beat a Mississippi State team that looks uh, Auburn as good as they are. Um, Mississippi State did not good. So, well, this um, may this may have been an SEC fan that put this out on socialist media, Matt. But in terms of Chuba Hubbard being the FBS leader in rushing, someone said, "Well, of course he is. He's running against Big Twelve defenses. So, are Big Twelve <laughs> defenses kind of getting a, a bad rap here?" Oh, I think Big 12 defenses have, have been getting a bad rap for a long time and probably in some ways, um, in some ways, probably justifiably so. Um, but I would say, and uh, I love the SEC myself, but um, if you look at, you know, some of the Big 12 offensive performances against SEC defenses, those SEC defenses haven't looked that great either in a lot of situations. So. Even Alabama playing Oklahoma and winning, you know, giving up 40 points, things like that. So, yes, I would say in some respects, sure, um, I would I would think it's justified. Um, but the offenses there in the Big 12 are pretty good. And they, they routinely, even if they don't come on the winning end, they, they routinely show that their offenses are pretty good against even good defenses. So, yeah, sure. I would say fact check partially true. And let's keep that SEC <laughs> Big 12 talk going and let's marry the two. How about Jalen Hurts? What a game he had as OU demolished the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Absolutely, yeah, and and not a not a surprise. Certainly not a surprise to us. I think we kind of discussed this last week. Um, Oklahoma basically rolling in uh, to their home stadium and uh, putting up whatever they felt like putting up. Uh, I think um, watching that game, I would say that Lincoln Riley. Uh, showed some mercy and uh, showed some class maybe in the second half. I think Oklahoma probably could have had however many points they wanted uh, during that game. The Red Raiders struggling on every uh, side of the ball. It's always funny to say all three sides of the ball. It's only two sides of the ball, but there is three sides in football, special teams, offense, and defense. They're struggling everywhere. It's possible to struggle. Um, Offense non-existent, quarterback injury certainly didn't help, but uh, really, really, um, you know, maybe the worst team in the Big 12, the Red Raiders right now, just completely discombobulated. And Oklahoma, clicking on all cylinders. Uh, I know we've talked about Jalen Hurts, and I made my – I kind of made my thoughts clear on on his ability to kind of work within that offense um, when it comes to playing decent defenses. Um, he is yet to struggle, and uh, I would say he's yet to play a good defense, but he's yet to struggle. Uh, he's been very, very good. And uh, despite my kind of um, apprehensiveness as him being able to run Lincoln Riley's offense, it looks to me, uh, and this is props not only for Jalen Hurts, but for uh, Lincoln Riley, it looks like he has adjusted that offense to to fit what Jalen Hurts likes to do as opposed to trying to get Jalen Hurts to do what, say, Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield did. So uh, very good. I mean, it's clearly different under Hurts, and I think a lot of – a lot of credit has to go to Riley, but Hertz as well, of course, played playing really, really well. Uh, there's just no other way to say it. Well, you know, things are going the land grabbers way when they have three <laughs> quarterbacks appear in this one, Hertz, Rattler, and Mordecai. And Mordecai, the third stringer, his QB rating was three times higher than Texas Tech's top quarterback, oh, yeah. Duffy. And, oh, yeah. by the way, what was Hurts' quarterback rating? 99.1. You get that kind of rating when you throw for 415 yards and pass for three touchdowns. Absolutely. And, 
guys wide open all day for Oklahoma, uh, Texas Tech defenders, uh, basically just bouncing off of uh, Oklahoma wide receivers. <laughs> couldn't have gone much better. I mean, literally, you look at the stats, it really couldn't have gone much better for Jalen Hurts. And uh, so, yeah, Oklahoma looks uh, certainly n- unfazed uh, by the, the Red Raider threat, neutralized very quickly. Well, week six of Big 12 football, the number six Oklahoma Sooners pack their bags and they head to Memorial Stadium in Lawrence for a game against the Kansas Jayhawks. This will be your early game, 12 noon, 11 Lawrence time, televised on ABC. Oklahoma State will be going to Lubbock to visit the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Another early game, this televised on Fox Sports 1. And another 12 noon, 11 central time slot is Iowa State hosting hosting TCU. ABC has the mid-afternoon game of number 11 Texas visiting the West Virginia Mountaineers and your other late game or mid-afternoon game in Big 12 action. Kansas State hosts that undefeated Baylor Bear team. So let's break it all down here. Les Miles, his Jayhawks have Oklahoma coming in. Is there any, any chance Coach Miles can pull off a miracle? No. Okay, (laughs) on to the next one. (laughs) The answer is no. Okay. Uh, Miles, uh, the Jayhawks had a heck of a good win early in the season going to Boston College and getting that victory. Um, That's a big win for Kansas. But, uh, you know, reality sets in at some point. Kansas just doesn't have a lot of football players. And um, I'm sure Coach Miles will remedy that, but uh, not this year. So the answer to that is no. Okay, well, I don't know how you do in your units of measurement and how well you did studying that in school. But he's got the documentary out there, Miles to Go. What's bigger than a mile? A country mile? Country miles to go, perhaps? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, think a, I think a country mile is longer than a mile. I was going to say a uh, kilometer. That's a lot shorter than a mile. It though, is. So, uh, it is. So, not you know, what is it? Uh, leagues, maybe? i, I got to figure out what a league is. But I think that's. I think that might be longer than a, than a mile. I think that's, uh, I'm no yeah. sailor, but I think a nautical mile might be a little bit longer than a mile. Oh, but yeah. uh, I haven't been Absolutely. out on the sea lately. Kansas yeah, and OU, either. that game probably not going to be one that the whole world will be tuning in to watch. Texas Tech tries to rebound after taking it on the chin all day long last weekend. Oklahoma State is ranked number 21 this week, and they play at Jones AT&T Stadium on Fox. Sports one and your thoughts about the mullet man heading into West Texas. <laughs> I think I think the arrival of the perfectly quaffed mullet is going to be probably the most exciting aspect of that game. Uh Oklahoma State looks good. Chuba Hubbard, leading rusher in the country, we've already talked about. Uh he'll probably be looking to probably looking to match his yardage that he got against Kansas State against a Texas Tech defense that can't stop anybody. Um and uh you know, Texas Tech, even at home, quarterback issues, uh, offensive line issues, defensive issues, wide receiver issues, running back issues, uh, issues galore. Uh, that's a that's a rebuilding team for sure. Um, it, I would say that it's going to be a hostile environment, but I don't think it I don't think it really will be. I think uh, got kind of a decimated fan base there at Texas Tech kind of used to getting pounded at home. Uh, the home record, while it used to be a formidable place to come and play in years past that it, it is not anymore. So um, it'll be the battle of the pistol hand signs. It'll be the guns up versus the uh, pistols firing, uh, which those two schools share. Uh, it'll be the battle between two horse mascots, one on a cat, one, a cowboy, the other uh, red Raider best on horseback. Well, you're so, really stretching here, Matt. <laughs> yeah, those will be, those are the real, that's the real, uh, 
that's the real exciting matchup, you know. So the field on the football field, um, Oklahoma State's just a lot better than Texas okay. Tech. They'll win. Iowa State's got TCU riding in to Ames this weekend. Hey, TCU with that big blowout win over Kansas last week, and they've kind of been a team that's been a little bit of an enigma heading into this sixth weekend. This game set for ESPN 2, 12 Eastern, 11 Central time. And then you got number 11, Texas, ranked, uh, going into West Virginia. West Virginia is trying to get off the mat. This game set for a 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 kick on ABC from Milan Pusker State. Stadium. Will the horns be able to hook the Mountaineers? <laughs> I think the horns are going to to hook the Mountaineers in uh, beautiful Morgantown, West Virginia, uh, Texas. Again, I think um, right up there with Oklahoma, in my opinion, as far as the best teams in the uh, in the Big Twelve. Uh, I look for I look for Texas to come in with uh, too much offense. Uh, a defense that I think will gel as the continue, as the season continues to move along. Um, you got Neil Brown getting rolling there, uh, at West Virginia, replacing Dana Holgerson. Uh, he's had, uh, some ups and downs so far this year. I'd say more downs than ups, but, uh, I think there's just not enough offense there for West Virginia to get the job done against, uh, against a very talented, at least athletically talented, uh, defense at this point in time. So, uh, horns, horns roll. Okay. And then our final game is Kansas State hosting Baylor from Bill Snyder Field. They're in Manhattan, set for 3.30, 2.30, anything that Baylor needs to be on the lookout for in this one. So you're going to have Baylor, uh, Baylor Bears team that passed its first real test uh, against um, Iowa State uh, this last week. I think uh, we were all looking forward to Baylor getting a test, and they did, and they passed it. Um, you're going to have uh, Baylor moving into uh, going to Kansas State, which is a program who was riding high after getting an SEC win, but of course just uh, uh, crushed recently. Um, so you're going to have a, a, a Baylor team looking to create the kind of season that I think Matt Rule has been dreaming of since he got there, and he, they have some of the players to kind of help do that. Uh, they're rounding into form, it looks like, and then you have Kansas State reeling from from a loss they probably did not expect. Uh, at least the type of loss they didn't expect. So uh, Kansas State will be loud. It'll be rocking. Uh, this is a, still a team with a lot of pride. And, uh, you know, so Kansas and Manhattan, of course, a tough place to play. So I look for a good game. I look for a, a tight game, a hard-fought game. Uh, I think the Baylor Bears may edge uh, the Kansas State Wildcats slightly. And now that we're in the month of October, if you don't mind, Barrister, I'm going to use a little baseball analogy. Have you ever, have you ever heard of something called Major League Baseball? You know, I've heard of it. I think I've seen a commercial for it back when I used to watch uh, network TV. Uh, <laughs> so I think I know it exists. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's real. Yeah. Well, in baseball, they have the bullpen. And right now, Bill Snyder is out there in that bullpen awaiting the call to perhaps come back for his, like, 50th time to be the head coach at Kansas State when things go awry. And so using a baseball analogy, is it after last week, K-State's performance, is he at a point where somebody's going to the telephone to call down to the bullpen? Is he already kind of warming up in the bullpen? You know what? I think uh, that's a that's a great analogy. I think maybe uh, after before last week, I think Bill Snyder's one of these uh, he's one of these guys out in the far, you know, the out out uh, the outfield bullpen, probably sitting on the fence, kind of just looking around, spitting uh, uh, spitting sunflower seeds there on the ground, messing around, hat on backwards, goofing off at the <laughs> other relievers. 
And I think I think after this last week, you know, he's probably he's probably off the fence. You know, he's probably uh, throwing the ball around a little bit. He's not getting a full on warm up, but he's probably getting his arm loose just to make sure it's still there. I'd say that's where we're at. All right. Well, we'll keep our eye on Baylor and K-State again on ESPN2. And Matt, congratulations. This weekend marks the first time this year that all 10 Big 12 teams face off against each other. There's no non-conference craziness going on this weekend. That's pretty cool. Uh, you know, certainly uh, there's some, you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of things you can say about the Big 12, but the only thing you can't say is that everybody plays everybody every single year, and this is one of those one of those weeks. So, uh, pretty pretty good week. Uh, pretty, pretty good week for football in the Big 12. All right. Well, we've got more with the Barrister. We'll talk a little barbecue with him as we wrap up today's Y'all Show after the break. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey on his birthday. Because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Just look at the news. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. And I'm not just talking about obvious things like campfires. Or letting your totally sweet nephew, Francis, play with matches. I'm talking about dumping your used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Or parking your car on tall, dry grass. That can lead to... Poof! Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. But listen, being a South Carolinian, I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous, deciduous, or new car scented. So if you love the outdoors like me, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention, because fire safety is always in season. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Guten Tag! 
It is October, and this is the Y'all Show. I'm John. We still got our barrister here, Matt Hermans, who has kind of a kind of sort of a German sounding name. I guess you're more of a Dutch kind of guy for whatever reason. <laughs> but barrister, happy October! A lot of people think that this is the time of year they need to pull out the old keg or beer stein and enjoy mm-hmm. a little football or whatever else. They maybe go out and rake some leaves here in the month of October, but it is a great time of year. So I know you're a guy that loves a couple of beers from time to time. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and also you like cooking up some of that, uh, what I call sausages, but you, I guess, call them good old bratwurst or knockwurst. And now that we're into October officially, hey, any plans to kind of get your uh, Dutch heritage flowing here with the grill? <laughs> Yeah, not too not too far from Germany. So uh, guten tag to you, uh, Mister All. Um, yeah, I, this is my favorite time of year. Breaking news here: October, favorite month of the year. Love it. Well, it um, it, it means football, and as we said, Oktoberfest going yeah. on in, in a lot of communities across the nation, as well yeah. as over in the old countries. And uh, so you got the beer and a little football. And hey, I don't want to leave out the meats that go along with that. And so where can we, now that it's October, where is a good option for us to go in the South to find the bratwurst and things like that? And how would you prepare them when when you do find them? Herr Hermans. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Um, So, yeah, the bratwurst is certainly uh, different. You know, there's different kinds of sausages. You've mentioned a few of them. Um, But, yeah, you think of Oktoberfest, you think of – you know, German uh, kind of communities, even across the South, particularly South Carolina, Texas, or other or other German communities that uh, throughout the South, of course. But got to give a shout out to Helen, Georgia. Woo woo! All right, that's right, that's right. Uh, so yeah, um, a lot of Oktoberfest, and it, it's it, so yeah, a lot of sausage probably being consumed in October. I'd like to see the numbers on that, but I would bet this is probably sausage month. Um, so. The way I like it, of course, traditional ways uh, of cooking sausage vary. Uh, a lot of people, you know, boil sausage. Uh, some people steam sausage. I think uh, uh, this is kind of the old-fashioned, you know, kind of like you said, the old country way of doing it. Um, you know, there are ways, uh, kind of like Americanized versions of that, where you boil it in beer and butter. A lot of people like doing that with onions. I, of course, uh, about to shock the listeners here. I like to smoke my sausage so. Um, that's the way I like to do it. We have a, we have a recipe that, uh, that kind of goes back in my family a little ways, uh, where, uh, the sausage is smoked and then you put it into a beer and onion bath, uh, let it kind of soak in that, uh, that beer and, and uh, onion flavor for a period of time. So you get the best of both worlds. You get the smoke and then you get that kind of beer and onion flavor that goes great with, uh, with bratwurst. So that's what I like to do. I like to get it. Uh, you know what? Here's the thing. The key to sausage, and I know this is not always easy to find, but we've discussed going to local butcher shops and talking to your local meat market if you have one in your in your town. Um, and one of the great things about doing that is that you'll find uh, fresh sausage. You will find, uh, and of course, another word for fresh sausage would be raw sausage, as opposed to the sausage you find at the grocery store, which there's nothing wrong with that, but it's, it's already cooked and uh so, you, you know, you're essentially warming it up is what you're doing. But if you go, if you like a local meat market or you have one you've never been to before, particularly this time of year, I think you're going to find some some uh, some fresh sausage. Maybe it's 
a bratwurst. Maybe it's some type of Polish sausage. Maybe it's just a country sausage uh, that they have that they put in their own casing. Uh, but it can be really uh, fresh sausage is great because you get to add your own kind of spin on it, uh, particularly if you're going to smoke it like I do. Uh, it takes up a lot more flavor. Sometimes it can be juicier. It has a different flavor than something that's already been cooked and put into a package, which it, nothing again, nothing wrong with that either. Uh, but give that a shot. Uh, give it a shot. Uh, smoke your sausage, hickory wood, pecan's great for sausage. Um, you know, it doesn't take a whole lot of time. Uh, you put it on the smoker. You can also grill it. The key about the sausages, particularly the, uh, the fresh sausage or the uh, uh, sausage you might get from your meat market that isn't cooked yet, the casing on it is real, real important. We all like that snappy, um, you know, I guess you'd call it kind of crisp outside coating on a sausage. That's one of the best things about eating a sausage and it snaps in your mouth on the teeth. Um, you don't want it to burst when you grill. It's very difficult to do that. Uh, but when you get it over high heat, particularly a flame, that uh, that uh, outer casing will tend to burst and give you this big old kind of uh, wound down the side of your sausage. And that kind of kills some of the juice and it also kills some of the snap. So um, be careful with it. Don't don't put it directly over a flame. Uh, that's what I like to to advise people to do is keep that casing intact because you really like that snap on a sausage and give it a shot with smoke. If you usually grill, if you usually uh, bake it, if you usually boil it, if you usually grill it, try smoking it. Fantastic. And a lot of people like to use bratwurst and onions together. Have you done that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I like to do what I did before. I like to smoke what I said before. I like to smoke it, you know, 20, 30 minutes, get some nice smoke flavor on there. Then I like to put it into a pot uh, with beer and onions and let it kind of, you know, lounge in there in the hot tub and get all uh, get all beer. So then you get the uh, you get the beer and onion flavor. And then I like to eat the onions. Of course, the onions that have been cooking in the beer, I like to eat the onions with the sausage. Of course, a nice mustard as well. So Tis the season. Oktoberfest, cheers, prost, however you want to say it. Uh, smoke your sausage. Put a little south in that. Uh, in your mouth. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Got me. Exactly. Put a little south in your mouth. That's and right. that's not southern Germany, although we do like Bavaria. <laughs> and, you and, know what? Munich, Bavaria. That no, is you Germany. say Munich, oh, I say München. Okay. You got it. <laughs> oh, Ooh, hey, oh, purity. purity. You know, You're right. You, you know, I'm a German expert. You know how I got to be a German expert? I don't know. Tell me. I failed it twice. So once you fail a language twice, you get to kind of (laughs) be an expert. expert. But I ended up getting out of it somehow and passing it. But yes, happy Oktoberfest to all y'all. And get your beer stein up and let's celebrate and watch a little college football and even some baseball here in the month of October. What a great month. Matt Hermans, thank you, sir. We appreciate all of your knowledge from the old country and from the old Big 12. Thank you, sir. Can't wait till next week, John. All right. Matt Hermans, everybody. That will wrap up y'all today. Thank y'all and Vilan Doc for being on with us. We'll be right back here with another exciting show on Wednesday with our ACC knowledge and country music news from Precious Harris. Thanks for listening to the All Southern Show. I'll feed us in. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed.
Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now.